From the Center for Conscious Communication, this is Leading Life. Hi everyone, my name is Stacy Carruth. I'm the founder of the Center for Conscious Communication, and this is Leading Life, a podcast spotlighting women business leaders who are following their passion, making a difference, and challenging the status quo. Today, my guest is Chelsea Coombe, the owner of Lady Folk. Hi, everyone. Hello. I'm so Thank you for having me here. I'm so happy to be here. How fun is this? I love being around your table at all times, so this well, just feels great. I love for you to be here. So I'd love for you to say a little bit about Lady Folk, and yeah. then we're going to circle back around and talk a little bit more about it, but can you tell me a little bit about it in a nutshell? Yes. So Lady Folk is a copywriting and social media management company based in the wilds of Wyoming. And basically, you know, I love working with female entrepreneurs and that is my niche. Uh, I definitely take a stance in the wedding industry as well, but I want to help female entrepreneurs, modern brands, small businesses, find their voice, share their story and make a little cash money while they chase after their dreams. So mm. it's so fun. I love what I do. So speaking of the wedding business that you just mentioned as yeah. well, let's talk a little bit about that. I know you were living in Denver for a while. So can we go back in time a little? Yeah, sure. Um, I So I actually grew up here in Wyoming, uh, but left Casper for about 10 years. So I was down at the University of Wyoming in Laramie for five years and then lived in Denver for six. So I just kept making my way south. But, you know, it's so funny. I swear the industry, like wedding industry kind of found me. Um, I had a photography internship in college while I was getting my degree in marketing and entrepreneurship. Uh, glad that worked out. I'm sure my parents were thrilled about that. Um, but uh I got a photography internship and the photographer I worked for, uh, Brian Harrington of BHP Imaging, he was a wedding photographer and he had me like come along and stumble with a camera to like second shoot weddings and I just fell in love with it and truly it, you know, that opportunity just connected me with a lot of amazing people and uh, led me into the wedding industry pretty quickly and Uh, I've done just about, I truly have done just about everything in the industry. Um, A big, you know, a big moment in my career. I was the editor at Rocky Mountain Bride magazine for three years. So, you know, did a little bit of everything under the sun. So I was in production of the magazine. We had over eight, eight nationally published publications. I think total, I worked on like 52 magazines, not kidding. And did a little bit of everything under the sun from there. So I ran the Wyoming publication and uh, designed and planned and I worked at a bridal shop. And, you know, it's funny because I think for the longest time I I thought it was a connection with love. And I, you know, just the wedding industry is normally a happy place to be. But truly to me, and I think in running Lady Folk, it made me realize that it's more just about female entrepreneurs and small business and there's just a lot of badass, and I'm sorry for cursing on your podcast, but there's a lot of badass women in the wedding industry, and it just lit me up, like, seeing these women, like, follow their dreams and do whatever it takes just to, you know, make their, let their passions come to life while still balancing their own lives, and I, I just fell in love with it, and so it's cool to be on the other side of it now. Yeah. Now, am I thinking correctly that you did dip your toes into 
starting a business in the wedding industry? Yeah, yeah. So I, um, there was a time, so I was, while being the editor of the magazine, I would design and plan all of our editorial shoots on top of uh, doing the copywriting for our publication. So in that, um, you know, honestly, Stacey, it's so funny. I always have wanted to own a business. Like even when I was, I remember graduating, like I had a coach ask us girls, like us seniors when I played basketball at NC, like, what are you girls going to be? Like, what are you going to do? And you know, I think a couple of them were like, oh, I'm going to be a teacher and a doctor. And I was like, I don't really know, but I think I'm going to own a business. And, you know, even those early times of me being in my mid twenties, like I, and seeing other female entrepreneurs around me, like I was so hungry to like find my thing and to own a business. And so, yeah, I, you know, at the time I, I had done some freelance in terms of like, uh, planning and designing real weddings. Um, And then over 2020, like the pandemic, I did some freelance copywriting and uh, social media, and that kind of lit that fire within me. So, yeah. Well, I love to hear about the trials and tribulations of really getting started because Mm -hmm. Lady Folk has so taken off, I think, and has been such a bonfire, I think. Oh, thank you for saying that. It's fun to see that... There are challenges that come with that as well. It isn't an overnight success necessarily, but from the outside looking in, it can seem like it. And that can be discouraging to other people who think, oh, it should just take off like that. Or, you know, I don't know if I have that in me. So I appreciate you going back and looking at that time as well. Of course. And I, you know, I love that. I don't know if it's me, you know, I'm I'm somewhat new to being a, a business owner, so I guess I don't know if this is something new of me just getting into the the depths of of being an entrepreneur, but it seems though that, and I think this is just true to, you know, our society and people opening up and sharing a little bit more vulnerable vulnerably, or all of us kind of trying to let down those walls. But it does seem like people are, you know, and especially people who have walked that walk are are very willing to. I've just ha- I've been caught really beautifully by. A community here in Wyoming, but also just digitally and with you and other entrepreneurs that are like, this is so rewarding. You're going to love it, but it's hard. Like it, it truly is. It can be lonely and challenging and, you know, it comes with waves of just feeling like you're on top of the world and then like <laughs> really low pits of self-doubt. And so, yeah. And, and I think, um, you know, I could talk about this all day. So thanks for letting me nerd out. But yeah, there was a time I actually, it's funny. I, I tried starting Lady Folk when I lived in Denver. Uh, and it, it wasn't the name that it was, but I, I was going to do social media and copywriting, but it was just horrible timing. Like truly. I mean, and for when I was living in the city alone as <laughs> a girl at 28 and I didn't have the money or, you know, the two feet under me to even start a business. But yeah, it's, it's, it's wild how your heart feels called to something, but it truly like, it's almost like you, you do find each other and kind of have to blossom together. Like, I feel like my brand is my best friend in that where like, she met me halfway too, which feels good. So. Hmm. I love that image. So let's talk a little bit about Visit Casper because mm-hmm. I think there, I think that seems like the bridge between trying something in Denver coming to Casper and having 
a path made for you in some way. Do you have a sense that there is yeah. some truth to that? Or? Yeah, no, I, I really do. And to me, it was, um, yeah, Visit Casper was just like this golden light um, that kind of welcomed me home in, in, in a way I really needed. Um, I mean, I, you know, I was in Denver for six years and I, I just loved it. Like I loved living in the city, but, um, I, I, a lot of it was, you know, I, you'll know this as you follow along with my brand, if you don't know me already as a person, but I'm a very proud, like Wyoming native and, and, um, yeah, I, I think a lot of that was planted. Like I just loved my roots and I, I had an amazing growing up and, um, experiences here in the West and, but I, you know, moving to the city was just, I wouldn't take back a single day. Like I, it really pushed me out of my comfort zone and um, helped me to soak in some culture. But yeah, I, you know, I always wanted to come back to Wyoming and even working on, you know, I ran the Wyoming publication for Rocky Mountain Bride. And so it was kind of funny because I, I joked that I would, I was up here all the time, but just paying an insane amount of rent in Denver. But yeah, you know, I think naturally the pandemic, like, had a major effect on all of us, whether it was professionally and personally. And it really made me question like what was most important and where I wanted to be and what my future looked like. And, you know, without going too in depth, it just, it did feel like after six years that all of my doors were closing in Denver. Like I was really trying to like find my next avenue or find my next path. And it just wasn't coming together for me. And it's just so it's wild because I actually made the decision to move back here to be with family and I wanted to come back and uh the moment that I decided all of my doors truly opened like and and visit Casper was kind of that just like special nugget because truly I was like oh my I won't lie that I was like oh my gosh I'm single and I'm 29 and I'm moving back to my hometown like you know what am I going to do like my career is so important to me and I that was the one place I that I was like, oh, it, it'd be cool to work there. I mean, I just, they did an incredible job with marketing and branding and I wanted to be a part of it. And it just, that job not only reconnected me to like what my true passion was for my career, but it helped me fall back in love with Casper, which was really fun. So, mm. well, I think it helped a lot of us fall back in love with Casper, even the, those of us who have always lived in Casper, mm -hmm. seeing your images and the words that you said, it, it just really made Casper feel very hip and cool. Like, <laughs> why haven't I known how great it is? And now I want to get out and do things. So that was my first introduction to you. Yes. Was through Visit Casper. And I was incredibly inspired by everything oh. that you were doing uh you you shared that with me um uh, before the podcast and like that just it means so much to me it could make me cry because um yeah I, I love that other people could pick up on that because it you know as much as it was for a brand for the entire community like it was just as much like me coming back here and falling in love with this place that like I had known so well but also like it had been 10 years since I lived in Casper. So it was so new to me. And I think it really helped just seeing, you know, reconnecting with the community, but seeing the beauty that I had grown up in, but like been taken away from and brought back it, it, as a woman, like who knew herself. So mm. um, I love that other people caught on to that because 
I think it's so easy when you're really close to where you live or you grew up here forever. And I mean, Casper's changed so much. Wyoming's changed so much. And I think it's easy like to get caught in your own, your own stride and your own way and staying in your lane without seeing like the small beauty that exists around you. So I, I was always very inspired by that. Well, definitely your pride in Wyoming comes through. In oh, good. Right. So glad. <laughs> so you said you've always wanted to start a business mm-hmm. and, and it, you've made your way to it now. So I wonder, what, what was the scariest part? What were your doubts when you started Lady Folk this oh time gosh. in Casper? Yeah, I, I feel like a lot of women can relate. Like, I swear I had to try everything before I actually, like, found this. And then once I found, like, you know, it's so funny, Stacey, is I, I will never forget this because I, the second day that I got back to Casper, I'd, like, just moved back. I, I think deep down I knew I was going to start a business here because I think that was part of it for me because, you know, leaving a little bit of that, like, hustle and grind of the city, like, I was like, I know that I can do this. And um, I started actually, like, second or third day I got back, I started researching copywriting companies. Um, like, I remember staying up really late at night and, like, you know, just looking at what other people were doing. But, um, yeah, I mean, this, the seed that planted it, like... I, I just, I felt called to, I've always just, I love expressing myself through content and through marketing and branding, which is so nerdy. Like I, but it's true. Like I just, I do. I, I love, um, to me, it's like a form of self-expression, like storytelling is and branding. And, you know, I guess that's why I do what I do. But to me, I just felt like lady folk to me felt like this almost you know, I've always been into personal branding, but it felt like to me of like rebranding myself to, um, who I've become. And, but that's a lot, like, you know, just you, you speaking on the challenges that come with owning a business. But I think for me, you know, and, and I still struggle with these, these things is like, uh, comparison. Like I, you know, I, I worked so hard. Like I truly, like, I, put all my brand colors like all over my space and like while I was trying to you know deciding what I was going to do for my company and but I think just everything is like you know feeling like am I some days I'm like oh my gosh I can't believe I'm doing this then other days I'd be like oh am I am I worthy enough of of doing this or like would people actually pay me like you know setting my prices and my packages I'm like will people actually pay me for this and then you know, and then taking a business takes a long time. Like if you're doing it right, it takes a while to launch. And I just, (laughs) I'd also have moments where I, I would say like, you know, gosh, what if someone else comes in and like tries to do this? Like, what will that like look like for me? Or will they steal that from me? And I think those moments were always met with me, um, you know, you know, showing up for myself and like truly believing like, Hey, no, you know, even if someone does like, no one's going to do it like you. And, but yeah, I mean, it was all, I just, I kind of just went for it. Like, I truly don't know that I had a plan on the other end and where, cause I was working full time. So, but I, I just, I just knew it was the time to do it. And yeah, but I, you know, to be honest, like I, I mean, I think every business owner could relate. Like the doubts don't stop when you open a business. It's, it's new, you know, you have your highs and lows and you're constantly 
I, if your business doesn't make you the best version of yourself, or at least like the most aware and present version of yourself to try to be the most vibrant person that you are to show up for you and your brand, like you have to be able to do both and make them marry each other. And so, yeah, it's like, even now it's like, I'm in a new wave of self-doubt and also of celebration that I, I tend to go through every season. They just look different. So <laughs> just wide, yeah. widen the wave. Yeah. <laughs> so speaking of vulnerability, because mm-hmm. I think a lot of what you're referring to is vulnerability when we doubt yeah. and are, am I worthy enough? Is somebody else going to come in and do something that's similar and it's not going to take off? You are so uh, able to be vulnerable online. It's something mm-hmm. that inspires me to want to be more open with my business and with myself in on social media especially but I wonder have you always been vulnerable that way does that feel comfortable to you and before mm-hmm. you answer I wonder there's a little I want to just note recognize that I see the poetic and and philosophical side of you and sometimes some sadness as Mm -hmm. well and then on the other side that almost feels even more vulnerable to me is that bold funny you know dancing and you know (laughs) your videos and things that side of you that to me can feel very vulnerable as well how is that for you and how how do you yeah I um for one I I love I mean, I always feel seen by you, Stacey, and like, especially getting to know you really well, but I actually love being seen for that, uh, for being vulnerable, um, and no matter what, in, in all aspects of life. And yeah, I, to, you know, to be honest, I, um, this all started as like, I've loved personal branding since I was a kid. Like, I think if I can trace back, like, (laughs) this is so silly, but even like MySpace days, like I took my MySpace (laughs) very seriously. But I mean, it all started with personal branding and like, I kind of found writing, I've always been good at writing, but I found writing in like my early 20s and, and it all just kind of, all of my interests kind of married into finding some type of, like it's true storytelling for me. And before I had a brand that, that was my personal brand was Chelsea can be creative. And a lot of it came from me loving to write. Like it was just a, a true form of self-expression that allowed me to connect with myself and express myself, uh, in a way that was like poetic and honest, but it, it helped me better understand myself. But I started sharing some of it and other people like really caught on to, caught on to it. And it's not like, I didn't blow up and have like 20,000 followers or anything, but I had like a, a community that was like really resonating with what I was writing and was what I was sharing and like thanking me. And, but you know, I, so no, I don't, I've always been, I've always like prided myself on being good with communication and relationships and reading people, um, and at least being self-aware, but I, you know, a lot of, a lot of it's hard, like, I won't lie that sometimes I'd post, sometimes I'd post something and think like, or I'd have people reach out that don't understand and they're like, are you okay? (laughs) But, um, you know, even me thinking that I'm being vulnerable, like I, I loved that I've built a community and what I've shared, but 
this this last year was really challenging for me and I think it showed that like even as vulnerable as you are online I mean it's just like that fine balance of like walking through like what you share and what you keep to yourself and again it's something that I I'm always trying to you know I, I I guess that I if I feel like I have a message just to share or a story to share that I feel like I can help other people or that will resonate with other people and I have the space to, then I try to. And sometimes it goes really well and sometimes it doesn't. Um, and then there's other times though where I don't have the space or capacity and that's hard too. Like I think when you, when you are this, you'll understand this of like being very vulnerable and honest and that's kind of your brand. Like it's hard when you go through real trials and tribulations of not being able to share. Cause I think I've been met with that too, where it's like my brand was kind of this like poetic, vulnerable, honest, but then like when real hard things come and you don't understand them yet, it's really hard to share. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I don't know if that answered your question. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Well, in the midst of starting Mm -hmm. lady folk and speaking of hard things, you lost your dad. I did. Mm -hmm. I, uh, yeah, I actually, so I launched Lady Folk in March of 2020, what year is it? 2022. <laughs> That's how long, yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, true. <laughs> um, I started my business in March, on March 3rd, and my dad died on April 4th, or April 3rd. So literally like a month after I launched. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, Speaking of getting vulnerable, if I cry a little bit, but I'm willing to. Tears are always welcome (laughs) here. (laughs) So I imagine when you're referring to where, where do you draw the line in the vulnerability and how do you share something that you haven't yet processed and the challenge of that, that that refers a lot to losing your dad and knowing that too, you've lost your mom not many years ago as well. So You've had a rough ride for a while here to make, I'm not even to go into the depths of how difficult it is for sure. Yeah, truly. But how to, how to manage all of that. Yeah. And, and honestly, um, you know, I, it's, I think like now that it's been, gosh, I mean, I've almost had my business for nine months. Like I, does that make it a true business baby? But, um, yeah, I, you know, there's a lot of self-reflecting that I've done in this season because I've, you know, but <laughs> I mean, I just got hit pretty quick with like the realities behind balancing mental health and grief and entrepreneurship and also managing my relationships, which are really important to me. Um, but I got hit with that pretty quick. Um, and yeah, to be honest, I feel like that was... I can look back now and see I'm, for one, very proud of myself. But there are definitely, I mean, in true honesty, like, there were moments like, you know, yeah, losing my dad and I took on being the executor of his will and I took on three new animals and, you know, um, and I, there's just a lot of moments where, for one, it just felt like two ends of the spectrum that were pulling me in different directions of, 
celebrating this thing and and my business took off which is like I'm so grateful for like it really did like I just I it took off it's still taking off I like have the coolest clients and I'm I'm booked out and but you know I I started this business and I mean like every business owner I don't know what the heck I'm doing like you know if that's a surprise like if you're going into a business and you don't know what you're doing welcome to the club um but you know I you I was just, Stacey and I were just talking about this, but it's like, I was, I was branding and like did so much planning and organizing and trying to make this ready when I launched. And like, you just can't, you're not your brand until you belong to it and you're in the depths of it. So there was so much celebrating and so many exciting things taking off for me that I had wanted my, my whole career. But on the other end of it, like I was just being challenged immensely in terms of like grief and like slowing down and trying to understand like where my emotions were coming from and honoring those things and giving myself space and yeah it was really hard like I I won't lie like those were my hardest learning lessons this year is just I think a lot of times I was trying like speaking of being vulnerable like I was trying to act like I was okay because I had wanted this so badly that I was showing up um like a like a false version of my, not a false version, but I was, I was putting on a hat to make it through. And a lot of that I think was survival mode. And a lot of it, you know, I wish looking back, I wish I wouldn't have, because I feel like when you're going through a lot, it's better just to communicate where you're at instead. And so, yeah, it, I learned really quickly some hard lessons of, you know, slowing down when you need to. And, and communication like you taught me that really well but I just there's a lot of times I had to have really hard conversation with with my clients even I'm just saying like hey like I'm grieving like I'm not creatively inspired like I know I can do a good job I like I know I can't wait to tell your story I know I can do this but to be honest like I if you need to back out of this because it doesn't fit with your timeline I understand but I just I just can't meet you halfway like I'm not gonna meet you can't put deadlines for your own mental health. Right. Yeah. Oh, well, I mm-hmm. love the honesty of that and just the clarity that yeah. you are able to have those conversations. Yes. And, and you know the right people are supporting you when they, like, I feel like you have to be upfront and be honest, but you know you're working with the right people when they they just get you and support you because who would ever be like, you know, who would ever pick me apart for that? Like when you're just coming and being so honest with where you are. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. absolutely. Well, and I'm hearing some regret in how you handled it. And I also just want to point out that from several of the posts that I read today, I see, I'll quote, I'll be okay, but I'm not okay in one of your posts and (laughs) that you're really working on coming home to yourself Mm -hmm. and getting out of your own way. So I think through this process of how you handled it, that you did put on this face and tried to get through, and then you realized that that wasn't working for you, that that's part of the lesson that you're teaching and the contribution that you're making to other people in general and business owners as well. Yeah. And I, you know, I, this happened to me at a a very interesting time. Like at the same time, like losing my parents and all of this happening when it did, like 
it's just, it is wild how the universe or God or whatever you believes in, like, uh, truly does have a, I believe that, like, has a plan for everything. Because to be honest, I think if I were to have started my business at any other time in my life, I don't know that I would have, like, rolled into it the way that I did because I was just in a place where, like, I was trying to survive but also do what's best for me. And I, I had a little bit more freedom to, like, make those decisions and to go full time sooner. And, you know, my dad got to watch me launch my business. And like, I remember calling him and being like, I just made $7,000 my first week. Like what's going on? And, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's, uh, there's been a lot of highs and lows and, but at the same time, I don't know that I would have chosen it any other way. I'm, I'm really excited to step into this new season of my life and my <laughs> business. Cause I'm, like I can take on anything but what I was sorry I was gonna say this um is that you know I that's my favorite part about working with female entrepreneurs is you know in this my experiences in running a business and just what I've been through personally and we all just go through hard things like I lost my parents and like for other people it looks like loss or grief or self-doubt or you know any whatever you're battling and I I just want to help women feel like they are branding themselves so authentically and honestly and getting the right message across and connecting with the right people because I feel like I was very very fortunate in that like you know going through all of this but I was just like connected to the right people and I want other women to feel like that that like no matter what comes their way like you know that they're gonna be okay and they have you know, they're confident enough in what they're offering and who they are to be able to show up no matter what's going on and, and continue to grow despite what's, you know, you're fighting because we're all fighting something. So absolutely. Well, I'm visualizing you holding our hands as we move forward that you're there right next to us because Mm -hmm. you are helping me with my branding and I so appreciate that. (laughs) And I, I do, I have this sense that you're right there with me and the, the contribution isn't lost on me. Oh, I, I love hearing that. And yeah, it's, um, it's been so fun and you've taught me a lot. Like (laughs) there's, um, it's, I, I've joked about this in the past, but it's funny that you hired me because I've also learned, I think, just as much from you. And But that's my one thing that's been huge for me is, like, communication. I mean, and, and understanding um, what I'm feeling and what I want and what I need and being able to communicate that. Um, but, yeah, I, in my personal relationships, in relationships with my clients, um, relation, like, my communication has gotten me to where I am. So... But I, you've been really powerful for me and just seeing, you know, the, the truth and the depth and all of that and how I can continue to grow. And it's definitely had a positive impact on me. So I'm very grateful as well. Well, thank you for <laughs> yes. saying so. It is this interdependence, isn't mm-hmm. it? This network of all of us and how we can support each other to get to our next best level. Yes. Yeah. So speaking of that, what... What do you have in mind for Lady Folk coming up? I'm curious about 2023 for you. Yes. um, Well, this year was crazy. (laughs) And again, like I said, just so exciting. But I think it took off more than I was expecting. And on top of me, like, you know, I kind of had to take a step back, like, at first. Like, 
when I first launched, I don't think I really even touched my business for like two months, but I had all these clients booking. So I'm finally in a place where, you know, I feel really good right now. Like I'm, I'm catching up and I've taken a bit of a slower month to be able to reflect and, you know, um, make some plans for what I want it to look like ahead. Cause I'm, I'm excited for this year. I mean, I'm, I'm just, I'm really looking forward to like fueling my fire with lady folk, but for me, I mean, I want to take over the world, but I, uh, <laughs> you know, I, I feel like I've gained a lot of clarity on what I'm offering and my client experience and how I can truly add value to, um, my offerings, um, and spread that to my clients. So, uh, that's been a lot more clear to me. I actually, uh, I started off doing copywriting and brand messaging, and I am moving forward with both of those, which are very close to my heart, but I'm also doing some social media management, which is kind of where I come from, like my background as my career. So it's good. Like I just have the coolest group of women, but there's a lot I want to do, you know, and it's, it's funny though, because I think it's truly a reflection of where I've been because I find myself looking back and setting goals. And a lot of my goals are to simplify, Mm. (laughs) like, I'm, I'm wanting to, you know, simplify, uh, at least like how I'm promoting myself and being more consistent and have a little more structure in the things that, uh, you know, where my clients are and making sure I'm meeting them consistently, uh, on platforms and through content that also sparks joy within me. But, um, I, yeah, I, I really just, I feel like I have a better sense of my offerings and how I can add more value. And, you know, I think, I don't know if it's in this next year. I mean, there's this part of me that just wants to, um, have a year that feels <laughs> true to my own with that. You know, I'm, I know other madness will come along, but not as much as this year. So, but I, you know, there's this part of me that I'm just like you, Stacy. is like, I'm a really big dreamer. So, I definitely want to be teaching more workshops in the future uh, for social media strategy and copywriting. Um, I would love to do like workshops. Um, and I also, yeah, I, I want, I just want to be involved more in the community in a way that lady folk can have uh, a larger impact. And so I've thought about having like a fun, I, I want to bring in my own writing because I still love like poetic writing. I don't even know if I'm a poet, but I'm trying to think of fun ways to like bring in storytelling to the community and make it more accessible. And, you know, one day I'd love to have a team that probably won't happen this year, but I'm thinking I might need some help here in a couple years. So I would, I would love to do that as to manage a small team. And I think that will also push me out of my comfort zone to, to bring on people and help them grow and speaking of being a leader and, you know, (laughs) communicating. So, um, yeah, just Uh, taking it day by day. (laughs) How exciting. Well, I'm excited to hear about it because anything that you do just seems to have a ray of sunshine on it and helps all of us. So I'm excited to see what happens. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for having me. And thank you for letting me just nerd out on your podcast. But I, yeah, I'm so happy to be here and, so excited for you and your team as well. Well, thank you for your vulnerability as well. Yeah. I so appreciate you always. Of of course. Yes. (laughs) Thank you for listening to Leading Life, a production by the Center for Conscious Communication, hosted by me, 
Stacy Carruth. I'd like to thank Ty Pierce for his artwork and technical guidance. If you haven't already, make sure to follow Leading Life on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, or Spotify. And if you enjoy the show, leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Thanks for listening and catch you again next time.